0: What we believe about death directly affects what we believe about life. Perhaps we've never made that association before, but it's true nonetheless. This means that if we have the right perspective on death, a perspective that's rooted in the truths of sacred scripture and our Catholic faith, we will also have the right perspective a healthy perspective on life. We will understand the purpose of life, the meaning of life, the value of life, the sacredness of life. And because we have that belief or those beliefs, those right beliefs about death, we will probably act accordingly, at least most of the time. On the other hand, if we have the wrong perspective on death, we will, in all likelihood, understand none of those things. The purpose, meaning, value, sacredness of life, we won't understand any of that. And that will have a negative impact on how we act, on how we treat our neighbors, and, of course, on how we treat ourselves. To illustrate this, let me share with you now three common errors, three very common errors false beliefs about death and how those beliefs, those false beliefs, affect people's actions. False belief number one concerning death. God is to blame for it. He's the cause of it. He's the source of death. It comes directly from Him. Now, if you believe that, and many people today do, I ask you, How likely will you be to love God and serve God and obey God in your life? The answer is not very. You'll want nothing to do with God. You'll look at him as your enemy, as the source of evil, as the ultimate killjoy. The ultimate killjoy who gets his jollies out of taking from you the people you love. Now, this false belief about death was directly addressed in our first reading this morning, which was taken from the Old Testament Book of Wisdom. It's a very important passage to know and understand. Listen again to these words. The writer says, God did not make death, nor does he rejoice in the destruction of the living, for he fashioned all things that they might have being." For God formed man to be imperishable. The image of his own nature he made him. But by the envy of the devil, death entered the world. The God we worship, the one true God, is the Lord and giver of life. He is not the dealer of death. Death came into this world when sin came into this world through our first parents, Adam and Eve, and their sin. So ultimately... Death is the work of the devil. If you want to blame anybody for death, he's the one to blame. And it's the eternal effects of that sin of Adam and Eve that Jesus, our Lord and Savior, came into this world to eliminate by his passion, by his death, and by his resurrection. Now, believing all of that, believing that God loves us so much that he sent his only Son to save us from eternal death, believing that will cause a person to see God as he really is, as a friend and a savior, not as an enemy. Which brings us to false belief number two concerning death. We should have absolute control over it as human beings. People who believe that support things like physician-assisted suicide, And the so-called right to die, which, by the way, sooner or later, always becomes the duty to die. This came home to me in a powerful way the other day when I found an online article by Michael Brendan Doherty concerning the the situation in Belgium right now. In Belgium, physician-assisted suicide has been legal for quite some time. They're really good at it over there. Mr. Doherty wrote the following, and chillingly doctors pressure patients into making the decision. One doctor who performs euthanasia 8 to 10 times a year told writer Rachel Aviv, depending on communication techniques, I might lead the patient one way or the other. How could it be otherwise? The idea that suicide, alone among medical treatments would solely be the patient's decision, absent any social or financial pressure from a doctor, was always a fiction. Doctors are in the business of advising and steering patients toward recommended treatments. That's precisely why suicide should not be a treatment, and certainly not one offered to people who aren't ill. Today's gospel story of the raising of Jairus' daughter from the dead reminds us that God, and only God, is the Lord of life, as we say in the Nicene Creed every single time we gather for Sunday Mass. So only He should determine the exact moment when we leave this earthly existence. I should also mention in this context that this false belief that people should have absolute control over death sometimes extends beyond the self and to others, to other human beings. This is why some doctors perform abortions. This is why ISIS terrorists and South Carolina racists kill innocent people who have done nothing wrong. They want control. They want absolute control over the deaths of other human beings. What a person believes about death directly affects what a person believes about life. Their own life and the life of other human beings. The third and final false belief about death that I'll mention today is this one. It's the end. It's the final chapter of a human life. With atheism becoming more and more prevalent in our world, at least according to the news polls, this error is obviously becoming more and more widespread, which I think is really scary. Because as Dostoevsky, the famous Russian author, once said, if God does not exist, everything is permissible including things that you and I and a lot of other civilized people would find repugnant and reprehensible. Think about it, my brothers and sisters. If there is no judgment, if there is no final moral authority in this life, then right and wrong become matters of opinion, and opinion only. Your ideas about right and wrong are just that. They are your personal ideas. Others have their ideas about those very same issues. And you have no valid reason for saying that their ideas are wrong. can't appeal to God because He doesn't exist. You can make your own rules and live by your own rules because death is the end. And there's no one to whom you'll have to answer afterward for your actions. One little aside here, and I have to mention this today. Don't you find it interesting that Supreme Court decisions are called opinions? That tells you a lot about what most of those decisions are worth. That's all I'll say about that today. (laughs) Does this make you glad you're a Catholic Christian? It should. It makes me glad, it makes me thankful. Because Catholic Christianity is the antidote to all this stuff. Catholic Christianity is the antidote to the lies of the world, be they told by the Supreme Court or anybody else. Catholic Christianity is the antidote to all of these false beliefs about death. Every single one of them. Our faith tells us, first of all, that physical death is not the end. Praise God. Quite to the contrary, Catholic Christianity tells us that physical death, the physical death of the body, is just a beginning, a new beginning, and potentially a glorious one. Catholic Christianity tells us that this life matters, that this life has a purpose, that we're here for a reason, that there's something at stake in this mortal existence. It tells us that we're really here on this earth, all of us, to make a decision the decision, the ultimate decision about where we want to spend eternity. And it tells us, Catholic Christianity does, how to make the correct ultimate decision so that we eventually arrive at the place we were made for. It tells us that we make this decision by following the Lord, the Lord of life until he chooses in his time to take us home.